<laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Free Agents Podcast. Back to begin recapping the challenge battle for a new champion final. Part one is in the books. One more challenger has been eliminated from contention to be the champion, and we're going to break it all down. Of course, I am Matt alongside Brian Scally. Scally, what's up? Hello, hello. Not much. I'm good to be here. I just uh, drank my energy tuna melt drink, so I am ready to go on the podcast. I hope you didn't, um, because the sound effects that will probably ensue beyond that. If I start gurgling. (laughs) Please do not. Um, They... I think I think they're hearing our feedback. I think they're hearing us talk about how much we don't like the eating challenges and how gross they are. And I think they're hearing us and they're saying, well, then we're going to give you more. Yeah, screw you. <laughs> Piss off, <Ugh>. podcasters. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like this set wasn't quite as gross for me, but it was a lot of it was the problem. Yeah. We also, um, I mean, Berna, you know, falling apart at the seams aside, didn't really have anybody uh, in this particular uh, season, I guess so far in this particular final, uh, that super struggled with any of the eating portions like we have in past seasons. So uh, if there's going to be anything that you get out of those eating portions, it's that there's you know usually one or two people that just can't get it down. Uh, but everybody here seemed to do okay. Yeah, I would agree. Better than I would have done for sure. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, yeah, people <laughs> ripping these tuna drinks and the like hot sauce shots. Like, no, thank you. I have just, I have, you know, acid reflux thinking about a glass of wine, let alone these like <laughs> volcano shots. Right. Like, are they allowed to put like a little packet of Tums in their pocket? <laughs> I need that. Probably not. Also, when T- just to like get into this, TJ's like in past finals, uh, people have gone days without eating. I'm like, that's so not true. <laughs> yeah, could not imagine. I I cannot remember a single final where they just weren't. I mean, I know there's like the one season um, that like Kara was freaking out because they had to get the IV drips. You know, shocker that Kara was afraid to put things in her body. Um, oops. Um, but the that Whoa. season, like, I don't think that they weren't eating. I don't know. Maybe they weren't. Uh... Couldn't tell you. Okay. Well, uh, overall, part one of the final in the books, uh, thoughts and feelings. Okay. So I wonder if it's just because I come into part ones of finals with just extremely low expectations, even though I made time for it. Look, I could have continued to do what I was doing the other night, but I was like, no, no, the challenge finals on. I'm going to watch it live. And I went in just expecting to be extremely bored. And I was like just a little bored. It was mm-hmm. fine. I actually thought it was better than most part ones, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, should I set you up and say, yeah, you took a break from making a cult to uh, to watch. It was the final? a club, a very uh-huh. voluntary club on stream. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was doing things and it was super fun. And <laughs> uh, the challenge was not quite as fun, but still a good time. Yeah, I would say. Um, I mean, I think we get to every final and we're like, so this is bad. Um, Because the final is always, you know, the worst part of the season. It's the least interesting part of the season. Sometimes when you can get, you know, a good victory at the end, um, like when Norris wins this, we're going to say it's all worthwhile. But uh, in the meantime, you're just like, okay, we're, you know, we're taking the part of the episodes that's the least interesting and making it the entire episode. So it is what it is, but you got to finish the season some way, somehow. And I don't know how else I'd recommend that they get there. Um, And overall, like, especially on the rewatch, uh, you know, when you can watch a final on 2X because you're just taking notes and, and flying through it, it's like, okay. 
this isn't terrible. Um, there were a, a, a few parts of the uh, way that the production designed the final, some things that I certainly took issue with that we'll get to, and some that I was like, oh, I actually kind of like the intrigue of this aspect. So I guess uh, without further ado, we get right into it. Again, started with seven people. TJ shows up to tell them that they're going to the final, and uh, away we go. Well, not away we go. We had a little dinner first. Oh, yes. The final meal where they are sitting down in what like appears to be the daytime. So I truly don't know what the time difference was between the club to this to when they actually started the final. It seemed like a full 36 hours had passed, but mm-hmm. they get to go ahead and have a final meal where they then discover that they all got letters from home. I love that they did not realize until Mariah, like at the very end of the meal, like nobody moved their plate once until Mariah just feeling around the table. Like this isn't Survivor where people are looking for that kind of thing after, you know, they finish a reward challenge or something or a reward uh, itself. So the fact that they just had them there the whole time, probably like dripping sauce all over their family letters (laughs) and didn't realize. I wonder, yeah, Mariah was the first to notice, I think it was under their placemat. She was like, guys, look, and everyone started slowly (laughs) unveiling, uh, unveiling their letters below and i don't think that it came as the happiest of surprises to all yeah so windy outside i I thought i thought somebody was just picking through my garbage can um but it was just the wind that blew the lid over (laughs) well it's okay we're all good um sorry distraction um would you say mariah's was what Uh, I said that, you know, she discovered it. Not every single person was equally as happy, but there was a lot of good ones. I mean, Corey getting a letter from his dad was great. Yeah, um, it's we're getting so repetitive at this point with all of this family content. Like I could tell you everything about Emmanuel's mom and her life and her, you know, her entire story at this point. I could tell you everything about Corey and his dad. Uh, We've just, uh, you know, recycled the exact same confessional as to all of these people's whys and some people who still don't even have the why uh, there. We talked uh, at the end of last week's podcast about people and their personal content throughout the season and, you know, Colleen getting a letter from her mom uh, and she talks about, you know, uh, you know, Everybody gets into it a little bit on the emotional side of things, saying she grew up in a not very supportive environment and hasn't talked to her mom in a while. Like, I would have loved to hear this earlier and just gotten to know her a little bit better uh, or hear it again at all. I don't know. But also, like, maybe a little more detail. Like, give me a story rather than giving me the same kind of generic thing over and over while you say that like okay yeah sure like you feel like emmanuel's mom is your close personal friend at this point you've heard about her so much uh i don't feel like i actually could tell you like a single story i feel like i get you know for most of these people a very basic like we have a strained relationship okay right how why like you know tell me a little more that would be nice and if they don't feel up to sharing like that's fine um i would generally prefer that people share on reality tv but uh i cannot imagine myself getting there and like airing out all my dirty laundry not that there's that much uh but (laughs) i think that uh it's understandable i do think that there's a little bit of um because we got a little bit of this of like okay, Corey's the first uh, gay man to make it to the final in 11 years. Like, can we talk about that a little more? And I think that sometimes we talk about stuff that is like mentioned on social media on the Patreon show a little bit mm-hmm. and then forget that maybe it doesn't get its due on the main feed as well um, in something like this. So Corey being the first gay man in 11 freaking years to make the final and then getting a message, uh, a letter from home from his dad, who he was like always nervous about making him proud, was very like exciting to see on the show. 
Yeah, um, he was a big narrator of this final. We'll talk towards the end of how, you know, he stacks up against everybody else going into the, the finish line here. Um, but I think he certainly stands amongst the top half of competitors uh, looking like they could take this thing home. Um, and he was just narrating all the way through. He had a big mess up all the way, you know, uh, with the first part of things. So um, just really following his journey in the final and uh, for that to be, like you said, uh, for the first gay man to make it to a final in however long, the first out gay man to make it to a final here, um, you you know, was uh, very worthwhile to see and to, you know, finally have that uh, streak come to an end that was taking so long for for whatever goddamn reason. So, um, yeah, lots of um, reasons is the answer. <laughs> yeah. Um, Emmanuel's letter from his girlfriend. Did you talk about that while my garbage can was blowing away? Um, that's just <laughs> not funny. in detail, you know, the basic, <laughs> but. At the first watch, I, for whatever reason, I must have been tired because I feel like there was a couple things that I didn't get. And I thought that it was like his girlfriend knows and she's writing that in the letter. But no, it seems like she is to (laughs) all of his goings on on the season. And he's like, well, now I feel bad where I was like, all right, Gamer Vev got in the DMs. (laughs) Like The girlfriend's like tearing him apart. But no. So uh, maybe that gets touched on in the reunion because I was almost thinking like, "Ooh, look, we're getting closure on this. Yeah, um, I think it certainly has to come up in the in the in the reunion. Um, TJ at one point when he's like, Emmanuel, you have a chance to win this for your mom and your girlfriend. I'm like. TJ, do you do you know? <laughs> like yeah. you you seem to know everything else when you were introing everybody, you know, into the final. Um, but you didn't know that, that, that maybe we should leave Emmanuel's girlfriend out of this, but it's okay. You have a chance to make your girlfriend proud. Like, no, no, uh, that, that no. chance is gone. Yikes. <laughs> we threw that um, away a long time ago. Can we play a quick game? Please. You know, like the meme format on Twitter, uh, like wrong answers only. I, I'm sure you've heard of it. Um, <laughs> I, I've seen it once or twice. Okay, so who did everybody get a letter from? Wrong answers only. Oh, uh, uh, starting with starting with Emmanuel. Uh, Emmy, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, Jay. Um, bananas. I was gonna say bananas. Uh, Mariah, also from bananas. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, Corey, probably. I don't know. Like, is Huey too realistic? Um, mm, yeah, definitely too realistic. I don't know if I have a good like wrong answer for Corey. Ryan Kehoe. Ryan Key, what? <laughs> Congratulations. No one has made it since me. <laughs> uh, Colleen, um, again, Kim is too realistic of an answer. Kim, a person who competed on the challenge. Um, Colleen gets a letter from um, who else is? Um, <laughs> who else is completely invisible on a challenge season? Yeah, it was it was uh, Annalise. Tracy. Sis, sis wrote her a letter. <laughs> okay, or Tracy, or um, wait, there was another person. Um, Gabby Allen. Was Tracy? Tracy was on the season before Colleen, wasn't she? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Gabby Allen was like three seasons before. <laughs> they have I still met. see people rooting for that return. <laughs> oh, everyone's looking for Gabby Allen. Yes. Um, and then uh, Berna, uh, I, I tweeted this, but uh, Michelle. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> Honestly, would have liked to see it. Yeah, I um, know that Corey. No, who? Um, Corey got a letter from Michaela, so we didn't see everything. Yeah, letter. what the hell? <laughs> yeah, like I was waiting for you to say that as a wrong answer, and I was like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I saw that tweet too. Yeah, uh, Corey. For anyone who doesn't know backstory here, uh, Corey was supposed to be on Ride or Dies with Michaela as his partner, but Michaela backed out last minute. I have no idea the relationship between these two. I think it was a lot more real than like uh, Olivia and Horacio was. Uh, it seems like they did grow a friendship at some point in their life together in recent years, uh, and then they like fell apart at one point or another, and, and I don't know, but. 
um, they have somehow maintained – not somehow. They have maintained a close relationship. Yeah, I, they were going to be on ride or dies. Corey got very bitter over Michaela choosing not to go on the season and risking his spot on the season, mm-hmm. which, you know, did not happen. Um, and I think that probably unless this season happened, Corey like, probably never comes back at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so glad to see that they have patched things up. Yeah. Um, OK, actually, Corey's letter is from uh, a combined Melissa and Big T. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Jay's letter is uh, from Asaf kids <laughs> from Asaf's kids <laughs> yes uncle Deal. jay you got this Deal. Um, kid kids i don't know all right let's get to the final um or before we get to the final one more thing to get to is cj's intros um what did you think of his assessment of everybody's games it was so funny very clearly put in in post yes. uh those were not said in the moment like they were just nodding and it probably was like Corey, congrats like <laughs> the dj is not a man of many words so for him to be again talking about how like emmanuel you're gonna make your girlfriend proud like that is filmed last week <laughs> like, mm-hmm. we know that this is not the case and you're still filming this that's bold uh y- you know the assessments were interesting uh, i think that some of them were good like i agree mariah played the game for two almost got both of them to the final that's impressive but then also like moline you're here <laughs> like what <laughs> he goes no one can say you didn't know how to play this game you navigated the social game like an expert and turned Check alliances against each other keeping yourself safe Check all of Reddit and Twitter. They have said that they, she does not know how to play this game. <laughs> she, I mean, like you said, the reactions that just don't fit. Because if if I'm Colleen out there, like being told, uh, you know, how impressive my game was with uh, turning alliances against each other, I got a bigger smile than the one she had on. But yeah, he did not say that to them. Um, yeah, Narice is obviously, you know, tracks, uh, you know, taking out four beasts of the game after being voted in by the very friend she came into the game with. Uh, so that one's true. Jay right there. <laughs> Jay right there. Um, Jay's was just pretty straightforward. You made it further than ever before. It had a complete control of an alliance. Uh, yeah, got that. And Corey had a rocky start, fought through adversity, proved to be a force in the game. Um, yeah. Um, also, Emmanuel's was so simple. It was so Berna was your number one, and then Jay was your number one, and now you're here. There we go. <laughs> Which true um the money that they're playing for again first second and third all taking money home first place is going to get a quarter of a million dollars second place seventy thousand dollars and third place thirty six thousand dollars while we're here let's talk about this money uh when they end up losing the control portion of the final that we're about to get into uh they knock off six thousand dollars from third place and ten thousand dollars from second place um i don't know do you have any thoughts uh, on the fairness of all of this and should any money have been taken away from first uh no i'm fine with it i think that this makes it nice clean round numbers and that's nice for me so uh, if it would have been like first place is now two hundred and forty six thousand dollars three hundred like no <laughs> well depending on who wins uh maybe we'll revisit that thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would have been stupid uh this is already such a low amount of money that they're competing for comparatively to the recent seasons i mean this is still huge step up from what they were competing for back in the day where it was mm-hmm. like you know uh t-mobile sidekick uh, you know a weekly stipend for the show and uh, a bag of you know peanuts um yeah. that was the old prize so this is still a huge step up from there but it feels like we've stepped back mm, i don't know 15 seasons yeah and i think um this is pretty in line i want to say with like what the usa winners walk away with or have been walking away with lately um which makes sense because they're treating this along the same kind of lines of just like this isn't really the challenge this is like the mini challenge um and you know they're 
I think I think it fits the season theme. I don't think they need to be giving them, you know, especially when like so far as far as far as we've seen, unless there's going to be champs coming in the second part, it's not like they're not facing actual champs like in a normal season where you have to beat, you know, the veteran players, people that have been to these finals before. They're all on such a fresh page here. They've all not competed in a final before that it does feel very different to me. So a prize not being, you know, the biggest prize in challenge history, like, please, like this is this is okay. I did kind of wonder when it was like, okay, there's like an elimination after chaos. I was like, it'd be kind of a gag if bananas like came out mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was like, all right, compete against bananas in the fight. Like, oh shit. I would have um, been fine with it. Yeah. I wouldn't be so mad. Uh, except that like they wouldn't balance it if it was, you know, like Norris going in or Colleen going in and it would just be like super unbalanced. Like most of his final was, uh, then I think that that would have been a problem, but otherwise, yeah. But, what if it was like a lip sync for your life or no, that's not what I meant to say. Like a lip sync showdown uh, <laughs> where like everybody gets uh, one champion to compete against and uh, only you can only go forward if you beat your champion. Oh, wow. The TJ Perusa. Um, yes. That would be interesting. <laughs> Probably wouldn't have worked. Uh, especially like imagine like things actually go the champs way this time and only like two people make it out and you have a two person final. That's fine. I think that knowing who's in the final, most people would be OK with that. Yeah, um, that would have messed up their chaos checkpoints, but that's okay. Um, so the control portion of this final has everybody uh, running together to uh, save money from being taken uh, from their total prize pot, which again they are going to lose at the hands of Corey Lay. Yes. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think that this really could have happened to anyone. Uh, frankly, I'm still really impressed with Corey being able to like run most of the distance, then run back, then run back. <laughs> like he did this three times in the time that it would have taken most people to do the entire thing. So I think Corey's still a very impressive showing, even if he dropped one rope along the way. Yeah, um, I didn't even realize I I didn't see the rope drop the first time when I watched it last night. And then today, um, rewatching it, uh, of course, I'm on the lookout for it because I know it's coming. And I'm like, oh, that's so tough. I would have I would have dropped it, too. I mean, you're carrying so many. He had them in such a sloppy way, like uh, Emmanuel, maybe like somebody was tying them around their body, which I was like, seems very constricting and terrifying in certain aspects, (laughs) but also like kind of helps you ensure that you're not going to lose them. Uh, So I don't know. I mean, you can give him fault on that uh jay jay's just you know angry little man um but he's like screaming along the way like oh, i i knew he shouldn't have just run off early when he did Rawr, like giving rupert um but <laughs> giving rupert <laughs> uh, yeah i was watching the first time and i noticed the rope starting to fall and i even said i was like oh well they didn't acknowledge it in the moment so i think that Corey like probably picked it up and then just kept going and that's why like we're not even acknowledging this mm-hmm. but then as soon as they were like Corey dropped a rope i was like oh god i did yeah. see it <laughs> and uh, the fact that like when he noticed or when, when he heard people screaming his name and he realized something was wrong um he tried to drop all of his ropes to then go run back and get the one rope without all of the ropes he had in his hands, yeah. uh, but they definitely told him, you can't do that. You have to bring them with you. So then you see him running back with the ropes, like surrounding him. Like he's like boo from monsters, Inc. Like in a, in a way too <laughs> big costume for him. Yeah. Oh, again, impressive though. Cause like <laughs> you said you would have dropped it. Like I would have dropped all eight and never made it to the final <laughs> line. So, uh, Corey still very impressive. Like Emmanuel says, like people make mistakes. <laughs> it happens. 
Yeah. Um, he just, again, had no great handle on the ropes and he had so many. I mean, I, I, I certainly agree with uh, his assessment of, of him doing that part of the challenge. Like Jay, shut up. I think that he was right to say, you know, I'm the biggest guy here. Uh, I'll take the most weight and uh, you guys go get all the rest of your ropes while I take all the orange ones and then we'll get a move on. Biggest guy there and also a good runner comparatively to many people. Um, but I think that, uh, you know, like I said, accidents happen. Yeah. Um, I also think there's a small chance your mic disconnected. So I realized. Oh, it did. (laughs) Nice. Welcome back. Um, but yeah, so, uh, everybody had their drinks before they did the run. So, you know, they got that going. Um, the orange ropes I was thinking also was a punishment to Corey because he was, was he one of the people wearing orange all season when like everybody else would wear a different color? I feel like he would, uh, him i don't know kyland uh certain people that just like couldn't let everybody wear the same color for a certain day but you know it's a production decision uh at the end of the day for allowing them to do that so whatever um i don't know how mariah didn't see Corey's rope like <laughs> Corey's like did you see it she's like no especially with um, it being bright orange yeah. <laughs> like literally the brightest color on the board i don't know i guess she was just focused on her ropes and running straight forward um so that that's was... relatable at least like uh, cory i got nothing else going on besides this like <laughs> i could not notice a single thing that i ran past mm-hmm. um but like imagine the nightmare of being cory in that moment where like everybody has now gotten there and people are screaming at you for you to get there uh, like at that point so i don't know i mean i'm sure it, it certainly set them back but do you think it like is the reason they lost or do you think they were all just too slow in the first place um i think it's the reason they lost (laughs) i feel like as soon as they started moving those ropes it started going real fast and i think that probably they would have been done i think they would have Mm -hmm. been happy to highlight that like oh and i don't know i remember who who was the nurse was the last to get there like uh, unless they are trying to hide any imperfections in Nerys's game i think that they probably would have shown that like okay yeah. it took like a long time still but uh yeah i think it was Corey. they showed that he they had had like what 15 10 at least 10 minutes and then it ended up being two by the time Corey uh, got there yeah i didn't see the timer um no i mean I, that, that makes sense i figured it, it's, it certainly seems like everybody was on the same page that this was entirely Corey's fault but it was just um it, i guess i was just tricked by the timer at the end i was like oh not that much time uh you know in the first place but because of Corey. Okay, I got it. Um, so they fail at control. Everyone's pretty annoyed. Uh, $16,000 cut from the prize pot, which again took money from second and third place. Um, and we're going to go into an elimination here. Were you at all surprised to see this format of an elimination mid final? And another no, one coming. I feel like we've done it not consistently, but you know, at least often enough where this is never really a surprise to me at this point, especially when you have so many people running individually. I think that totally fair on the table. I'm good with losing some people along the way. I would have been upset had, you know, Nuri specifically gone home or someone that like is a huge front runner. Um, generally it feels like very unceremonious, but the fact that we've also had people go out to purges and stuff like that, like eh, it's all on the table. Yeah. Now the surprise for uh, the possible surprise here is the fact that Norris is not the one that's selected to go in. TJ tells them that they can uh, that they're going to come up with a decision of who's going to be going into elimination, which obviously then had that has that person pull somebody else in. And after the past couple of weeks, Norris seems like the obvious pick. Uh, but bes- I guess between the fact that, uh, you know, Corey just lost them all this money. And um, I don't know if there's any world where you have like Jay's and Mariah's trying to like not completely uh, take, you know, the shovel and pour extra dirt on top of the grave that they've dug themselves with Nerys, uh, they end up not saying her name. 
I think that if Corey had not dropped the rope, they still send in Reese. I would say that's probably fair. Um, because you even still have two votes going to Reese's way between Emmanuel and Colleen. So people already were voting for her, even despite the Corey thing. Um, so all it would have taken is an extra one or two votes to go the other way, and Reese is going in. Yeah, I so, agree. Um, Corey's going to ultimately uh, even vote for himself there. Whatever. I'm done with this. <laughs> I'm done with this format of <laughs> of these vote uh, self votes here. But um, he gets it. You know, he uh, he's the one that messed up, and it is what it is. And uh, you know, King moment here where he says, "If I don't win, I want a woman to win." So I'm not going to pull Narisin, who's been in a couple times, and uh, I'm going to pull in another guy, somebody else who has not seen elimination here, somebody who maybe has played this game a little a little cocky been a little you know a thorn in some people's sides here or whatever actual wording he used and he's going to pull in jay and end his Ooh. season it was interesting because even the way that he phrased it was something along the lines of like oh yeah i'm going to pull someone who like has i don't think he said wronged me but kind of like you know made me feel insecure or did whatever and jay was like well i'm going in and it's like jay what did you do <laughs> like hmm you know what now I'm, I'm 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 extra okay with this happening you know if Corey feels slighted let's get you in there jay also like i mean if i'm Corey, i'm looking around at the way that people reacted to me and you know i just had a really shitty moment you know 20 minutes ago when i didn't get the ropes in the right spots and were people encouraging me were people you know uh yelling at me you know whatever they can and, and jay looked angry jay looked like he was uh you know he, he ran back to Corey. i can't help you but come on let's go like it was just giving you know not the most supportive and Corey was probably pissed off at that moment and on top of all of the other aspects of the game that he's annoyed with jay about um i'm not surprised at all he picked jay so yeah same 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 um and then uh this elimination Corey dominated very much so i mean it feels like it went by in a blink of an eye <laughs> they sprinted across this uh giant you know opening and Corey was done immediately and it also looked like such a survivor challenge <laughs> like running to get bags of puzzle pieces and then having a balancing table that you have to set up like i can see this on survivor i feel like various mm -hmm. <laughs> variations of this have ended up on survivor so i was like look look at jay getting a survivor challenge but no Corey pulls ahead and wins yeah um he had the correct stacking method which like you see when he's stacking that like there's a better way to do it than jay was just like you know toppling pieces all over the place and, uh, you know, on top of each other in a, in a way that just didn't look as correct as Corey's did. Um, and it, like you said, over as quick as it started. So Jay uh, season comes to an end and uh, not a single person around them. Maybe Emmanuel, you know, besides him um, looked upset to see him go. Yep. 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 So, you know what? <laughs> I don't know. I was kind of on the like, finally, as soon as Jay mentioned, he's like, we're running. And like, I kind of tweaked my ankle. I was like, oh, here comes the excuse for yeah. why this doesn't go his way. Because uh, we didn't see the ankle tweak. So I was like, this feels like revisionist history, to be honest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, or they just like wanted to throw him under the bus because usually they're going to show that. Um, yeah. But the fact that they did not, I thought that, okay, Jay is either not going to be making it all the way or he is going to be losing for sure uh, mm -hmm. based on that. Yeah, it was recently pointed out to me by the very nice man that I live with that uh, Jay was not posting anything challenge related pretty much all season on his oh. Instagram page. Um wow. And if that wasn't any indicator, you know, that this wasn't going to go his way. Um, and then also this man is on TikTok live all the time and I'm starting to get all Jay and not Kylan anymore, which is like, whatever. Um, and I've, exp exp uh, I've 
specifically heard Jay say in these lives, I don't want to talk about the challenge right now. Um, and, you know, he's trying to just talk to people about anything else, mostly about his like clothing brand or whatever else. So um, not seemingly in the best place with it. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, the thing is that like he gets so much hate that I'm not surprised. I kind of am <laughs> on board with like not wanting to talk about it. That makes sense to me. Did you see we talked about this, I believe, on the Patreon show, so I don't know if this came up in the main feed. I don't think it did. Um, there was a thought as to Michelle and Jay's current friendship status, but Michelle put out a tweet last night, and uh, maybe we'll get into it more again on the Patreon show, but it does seem like they are still friends. Yeah, I mean, the speculation was that uh, Derek from Challenge Mania, Derek Kaczynski uh, from the Challenge, was saying that, like, maybe that's why they don't talk anymore. <laughs> and so it seemed like maybe things were a little icy between Jay and Michelle. But you came in saying, no, no, I don't believe, I believe this it. at all. <laughs> and uh, look at you being right. I love it. Uh, it I mean, at least off. publicly. Well, um, I can see Michelle, like, saving face here for a little bit. Yeah, I, I especially for Jay being like we're not good right now, but like that's still my friend. Like I can see that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but I definitely wasn't believing that you know they just weren't friends or something anymore. Like they had some kind of falling out. I feel like we would have seen it or heard about it or something. Um, and yeah, but we'll see. Know, Maybe more to come. Michelle is never messy on social media. <laughs> Whoa. Um, also, um, have you gotten a chance to check out the official challenge podcast yet? Uh, I have not gotten to listen to it. But I do know that uh, one J didn't ghosted the challenge podcast. Yes, there was supposed to be a guest this week, and there was not. It was only Devin and Devon, and uh, the guest was supposed to be Jay. Uh, and Devin joked, uh, I guess he's still out in the woods running around somewhere because he's not here on the podcast with them. He uh, seemingly, I don't know if it was scheduled to and just didn't show up that day or whatever the deal was. He was supposed to be on, didn't end up going on. Uh, I don't know if he, you know, whatever the reason was. You can think of a million reasons as to why he's not looking to talk about this season or the show right now. Uh, but he was not there and as Devon said does not then get to tell his side of the story so now everybody else is going to tell the story for him and that's just uh, the place he's put himself in so I mean the thing is that if he did get there you know, I mean basically they're going to be like Jay we love you you're so great yeah you were a little bit of a dummy on this season but like don't worry about it so uh, I don't think that really he would get confronted with that much so it would have been kind of a layup interview uh, in my opinion but yeah. I think that I also can't really blame him. I think if he wanted to do to do this, just like tell production, like it's not happening. I'm not up for it. I'm not. Like, I'm not coming. Um, probably more professional. You probably book someone else. Uh, you know what is Josh Martinez doing? They'll sub him in again. But yeah. <laughs> I think that like this could have been probably avoided. But at the same time, I understand why he is hesitant to be talking challenge, whether it be on the podcast or off. Yeah, Devin also mentioned the reunion, saying that she overheard that things get a little messy for Jay at the reunion, which is no surprise, you know, given how, uh, you know, we're expecting things to go for him and Michelle at the reunion. But um, I don't know if, like, maybe they had him scheduled before the reunion, and then after the reunion, he's like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. Like, I need a break. So, um, you know, remains to be seen. We're a couple weeks away from seeing that reunion play out, so excited for all that. Um, but Jay's out of the game. He's gone. Narice is giggling. Karma's a bitch, um, she says. And, uh, you know, 
that's the story there. We're going to get into the chaos portion of this final where they are competing in rotating pairs. Each checkpoint, they'll get a new pair. Certainly have seen this format before, and I usually don't mind it. I would say I also didn't mind it here, uh, with a couple of exceptions along the way with things that did not feel balanced. I'm sure you can infer where I'm going with that. Um, but yeah, chaos. Yeah, I don't love it, to be honest, because it, it just feels like so much of the final comes down to luck. If you're competing in pairs for the entirety of the season, then like, OK, that's the team. You win as a team, you lose as a team. And now it just feels really random to me. Like <laughs> Emmanuel ends up getting Berna in a portion that is mostly like arm strength. And so it's just like while everyone else was mostly weighed down, then he gets like an advantage. <laughs> it just feels so random. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, so we haven't talked much about Berna yet, but Berna is the one who throughout this final is like, again, falling apart of the seams. Um, and anytime that somebody gets paired with her, they're terrified, thinking it's going to cost them the entire final, which is fair. Uh, I would not have expected this from Berna going into this final. I thought she certainly uh, would stack up against the rest of the field, uh, at least, you know, middle of the pack, if not towards the top of the pack. Um, you know, when I was configuring my, you know, my numbers on how everybody uh, was, was going to do here. But um, whether it's her mental state going into it or just was not feeling up to it physically at this moment in time in her life in in, in this season, uh, it just it was a mess. And she certainly, again, was the standout of um, this section because anybody who got paired with her was just miserable. I mean, during the mini final, they did make comments of like, oh, Berna's got to keep up. Corey even said that, like, I'm, you know, one of the best runners here. Like, there's other people that are struggling. So I think that I kind of did expect this from Berna, but it feels like I shouldn't. Uh, she does mention, I think, that there's like a groin issue. Maybe she pulled something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's why they set us up here for this. But I just am still confused. Like Survivor Turkey is apparently extremely physical. A hundred days, they're starving, and Berna's an all-star level player. So, how did this happen? <laughs> yeah, look, I'm sad to eliminate myself from the draft here, but uh, it seems <laughs> to be the case, uh, regardless of this next elimination. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm I'm bowing out with Berna. The two of us are out of there. Um, I don't know who had Jay. Me. Okay, so you're you're down one number, but you still have three more. I think you're going to be okay for now. Um, yeah, she and and you put out this tweet about uh, Berna. You know, like how is this happening to somebody who's one of this ultra, you know, perceived as an ultra strong competitor? All this stuff that she accomplishes on Survivor Turkey, and people responded to it saying, "Yeah, she's on you know Survivor right now, and she's doing well." So I don't know. Just I don't get it. This format, this moment in time again, just not working. I mean, I will say that this is, I believe TJ said, like, in total going to be 26 miles, which is just wild. Um, and, and part of me, because I believe that the War of the Worlds one final was also, like, combined 26 miles. Uh, more so, I think a lot of it was just, like, straight running, straight biking, straight whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seemed a little more grueling and that they weren't constantly like, stopping and starting again. But that is a lot on your body in such a short amount of time so i can understand that probably they're not running 26 miles at any point on survivor uh but still i expected a little more Mm -hmm. 
So checkpoint one in this was the untangling the rope from the cage, getting it across the line. Great. Uh, he two was uh, the kayak, and then they had the tangram, which Norris and Mariah timing out was very unfortunate. I thought Norris, you know, uh, and Norris also thought Norris was going to do better at that after she had <laughs> done it in the previous elimination. So that sucks. Um, Berna, you know, having a, a good moment here where she decides she's going to be quiet and let Emmanuel do all the work, and you know he gets it done, um, and then dabs as you enjoyed. Um, <laughs> enjoyed is a strong word. Was this also the humping the table thing? It was yeah. the humping the table thing. Yeah. Um, you know, always fun when the contestants see our tweets in their brightest moments. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, so more on the patron show, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, the third checkpoint was the answering the trivia question and then releasing a box by cutting the rope and then dragging these heavy-ass boxes like a mile away. And this is where my issue came in if you uh, didn't get that uh, – from the beginning uh, even Corey uh tweeting out you know it was insane to him that Norris and colleen were carrying the same weight that he had to carry yeah just like ridiculous and especially because as soon as jay is eliminated like you know that at least there's going to be like one team that is probably not going to be set up uh, as well as the others i mean Corey is just so much bigger <laughs> like mariah's Probably about the same size as Emmanuel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna say the same size as Corey. I'm like, what? No. <laughs> no. Um, so and so just like them teaming up, it was just like a really strong team. Uh, whereas you have probably like the two smallest people on the cast having to do the same work as like Corey, who is just like a truck. It is <laughs> so unfair. Uh, I think that like we really could have just like stopped down for a minute and like balanced these out. Yeah, but they did not. And uh, Norris was, you know, falling apart at the seams there with with her own, uh, you know, with her hands that Colleen, I guess, does not have even one bit of muscle to allow her to try. I mean, maybe she did and it was just not going well. So Norris said, move over, let me do this. And Colleen contributing by like holding the rest of the blocks away. I'm like, all right, at least you're doing something. So she's not like clanking into them. But when uh, Colleen gets a, a clip of her being like, come on, uh, Norris, I'm like, keep your mouth closed. Like you're not, you're not encouraging her at all here. Uh, it's not helping. Norris is like struggling so badly, ripping her hands apart. Uh, and then, you know, they're having to, having to carry these uh, heavy ass things through uh, this long, trek to the finish line it was just not going well for them of course they time out so you know uh luckily with with this format you know timing out of one section uh wasn't going to completely you know put you uh in, in a spot where you're unable to come back and also luckily they have the ability to time out because if they did not have that then you know they could have been doing that for another hour and then they really are in the spot where they can't come back at all so um the fact that it was all timed i thought was okay format wise uh yeah i mean like i guess i'm okay with it from like a tv perspective but like from a competitive perspective it's just again then like why are we doing this this is even dumber <laughs> and everyone's just timing out constantly because there was i don't know four timeouts over the course of this if not more uh it was a lot well that's <laughs> what i'm saying like if they didn't have the timeout though then if Norris is like taking an hour to do this with colleen then there's no world that they ever come back yeah no, I mean, so. again, from a TV perspective, valid, but from like a competitive standpoint, like you should be punished for being really bad at a thing if this was actually balanced. Yeah, fair. 
Um, the fourth checkpoint was the eating part, and uh, I don't understand well, not only why we're doing this. Of course, you know, whatever. It's a final. Um, but why do they have to be so close to each other? Like, they want them to projectile yeah. vomit on each other. Yeah, I mean, frankly, for me, I thought that, honestly, it was a little funny of Berna just being like, get away from me! <laughs> <laughs> like, that was the only interesting part of this to me, is just like, even when TJ's like, Colleen, what are you doing? Why aren't you supporting her? It's like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> like, there was no way. She doesn't want me within arm's reach of her. You go over there, TJ. <laughs> I'm gonna TJ take a goes walk over too. there and apologizes to everybody else on the cast for yeah. uh, for ever saying anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that was funny. TJ got a good laugh out of Mariah and Corey's puking session where Mariah is telling Corey to puke quieter. Uh, Corey looked baffled at the request. Like, are, are you serious? Um, the fifth checkpoint, fifth and final checkpoint in their final sets of teams is uh, going to be they have to drink another <laughs> vial of the disgusting juice before they go. And then uh, it's a bit of a it's not a puzzle. It's a little bit of an obstacle uh, for them to have to work together with uh, by, you know, slow and steady teamwork. And it ends up working out for Norris this time around. She gets her first uh, time in the first place spot alongside Berna. Um, Berna, I think, finishing with two times in the first place spot. Uh, even though she did so poorly in so many other spots um, yeah. and then Emmanuel and Corey and then Mariah and Colleen. Um, if you have any specific thoughts, feel free, you know, on the specific parts here, but otherwise uh, we do just end up with the Emmanuel first place so far. Uh, I mean, it was just like completely out of question and that's also like kind of the boring part. Narice actually, I'm curious what you think where Narice is contemplating like, okay, I'm with Emmanuel and if he wins, this is probably bad for me. And we know that chaos was formatted during the season of the winner gets to pick who goes into elimination. If you're Norris, you're not going to win probably by this point. Mm-hmm. You've already timed out and you came in last and in second before that. Should you just sit down? <laughs> Should you say, no, Emmanuel is taking fourth place and he's timing out? Yes. I think so too. A thousand percent. Norris, like when you're competing with Colleen or like, you know, anyone that like still has to go with Emmanuel, it's like we need to have him eliminated. We need to make a pact. We are all sitting down for when we compete with Emmanuel. Like mm-hmm. I'm done with it. There's absolutely no way that we can let him consistently take these first places. Because I didn't do the math to see like, you know, how far and away Emmanuel was over everybody, but he was in first place in the first heat. He was first place in the second heat and the third uh, came in second place in the fourth and then second place in the fifth. So like three first place finishes, like never coming in third, you know, is enough. He's going to win. Uh, Corey came in. Uh, in the first heat, he came in second and then another second and then another second and then a first and then another second. So I think he was the second place person overall. Probably. Yeah. Mariah had three third places. (laughs) Like it was pretty rough on the field, to be honest. (laughs) I think you probably have to have a lot of people agree to this in order to make it, uh, possible, but, uh, I just think especially if you're nurries or just like really anyone, like you want Emmanuel out of here. And so First of all, like Nuri should not want him winning because she might have to go into an elimination, but you all should want Emmanuel to be sent into an elimination. So uh, throw it so he's available. <laughs> yeah. Um, and again, tell me how we're balancing this, you know, for men versus women when Emmanuel and Corey, again, finishing first and second place overall uh, of this portion. Again, it's just 
Some know. of it seems fine. Like I'm generally okay with like the kayaking and Tamgram is like fine. The eating is fine. Um, the balls down the track is fine. I think the mini final was egregiously bad and uh, like probably like, yeah. And probably the big ball being like equal. Yeah, no, weights. the big ball for sure. I mean, Mariah and Berna never stood a chance against yeah. uh, certainly Corey and definitely Emmanuel as well. Uh, yeah. Just it's strength based. It's, it's uh, look at the size of them versus the size of the women there. So, yeah, no, they're definitely not ideal um and not like ideally balanced but there are uh, enough here that like are decent that like i just wish that everything was up to that standard yeah um so that's annoying but uh yeah narice definitely if she could have or should have uh done that to allow the possibility of Corey becoming the winner of this portion because Corey would not uh throw her in and i think uh you know predicting wise i think emmanuel is going to yeah, uh, it seems like it should be so easy. And the thing is that Norris is like, it would be so easy for him to throw me in right now. Like I've been against him this whole time and I'm a big threat and I'm this that I was like, why does it feel like we're setting up for that not to happen? Um, yeah, I mean, I would agree like editing wise, if not for the fact that Emmanuel just voted for Norris, you know, a yeah. little bit earlier. Um, you know, his his smartest game move at this point would be to say Corey and to give some shot at Corey uh going out here considering Corey is the, the one that seems to be closest behind him uh but you know he just saved Corey with the you know oh he made a mistake kind of thing they seem to have been playing the game together for a while like it seems like that's his next close not closest ally I mean some of the women you know Colleen's and uh Berna's are still there that he's got a connection with too but um it just seems like he's playing this from a like if I have to speculate again as to who he's going to pick he's still thinking in terms of alliances and Reese uh and then I guess Mariah being the next closest one outside of his alliance I think that that's where his mind is going straight to uh so uh, you know not, I I, i'm not expecting him to go any other way i really wonder how the second person is going to be determined because or is there like okay now everyone has to vote someone in the way that we did during chaos and then we're gonna have a draw and then someone else could end up going in like maybe that's gonna be a thing well huh because i was about to say well why wouldn't they just let narice pick like Corey did but that's how the control portion of the game mm-hmm. worked. So that's why they allowed that. In the chaos portion of the game, somebody came in and they picked, you know, of the three things. So maybe Norris is going to pick a, you know, same kind of thing to uh, pick which her opponent's going to be. Uh, but does she get like, so there's Emmanuel's not on the table there. Um, does she get like four things plus her own choice or does she not get the choice or oh you think that like maybe there's everyone's name is on the draw i was thinking because it was usually like okay winner picks someone and then the house votes in someone and then a third person comes in and draws of person by the winner person voted in by the house and the like dealer's choice yeah so i don't know this could be interestingly structured like maybe the house just votes someone in and then those two people go in maybe there's a draw maybe i don't know what happens i'm just thinking again because this in the elimination format of the control portion of the game uh like huey gets down there he gets to call in whoever he wants and he picked who did he pick uh kylan yes. uh and that's why you know uh cory gets to pick jay um in the control in the chaos portion of the game again it was you know you went to the draw and you picked you picked at random essentially so that's kind of what i think that they're doing if they're going to keep it consistent but um well it, you it picked it random like the person the vet picked at random of the two people that were voted in that way and okay got sure the choice so, of everyone so maybe in. there's a vote to get the people that she has to choose from yeah i don't know i don't know how this is gonna work or maybe bananas is showing up 
Oh God, <laughs> we got this far. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Like someone but, could show up. I, I don't yeah. believe that I've heard of anyone that's going to be showing up. But yeah, um, but that's CG's what we really have here. So uh, <laughs> get out of here. Um, <laughs> so going into uh, part two coming up next week, we have uh, Emmanuel guaranteed safe and in first place so far, as far as this portion goes. But do we have a uh, reason to believe that like any of what's happened so far is going to lead into uh, the conquest portion or is it like resetting? Do you think I would think it resets? I would agree. I think, you know, at this point, like Emmanuel won here, the power to control this portion of the game and to keep himself safe going into the next part, which is like all great and dandy. I think it's going to reset as well. I, to me, frankly, I could mostly look at the, like the control and chaos portions of the final as like not part of the final and just like two additional formats of the game, (laughs) like, and the, uh, what is it? Conquest being like the actual final, like that Mm -hmm. is, completely separate it's of itself we that is who determines who wins whereas the rest is like we are still in the main game eliminating two people yeah i mean by that point we're going to have five people in the conquest portion somebody's about to go out here so we'll see um but you know the ranking i guess at this point of how we're looking at everybody going into it um my ranking is probably pretty similar to how it was last time except uh i'm throwing berna you know all the way at the bottom of the list compared to uh where she was so uh just to get right into it i had had colleen at the bottom but now i'm gonna go at the uh, you know spots five and six uh five being colleen six being berna uh some more wiggle room yeah. at the top do you are you on board with that yeah i agree i mean i go emmanuel Corey, narice mariah colleen berna um I am even at this point questioning the Mariah Norris of it all. Um, I think that's in the valid. Spot. Yeah, but I I'm just... gonna have to agree with your top two, of course. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Um. Mariah super strong could definitely win, but I don't know. This has just felt like Norris's season. <laughs> it, it does, but it also I, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like her final. It feels like yeah. so many other people are getting the heavy confessionals throughout this final and she hasn't like it's been her season but i haven't been hearing that you know i've gotten this far to yeah. you know to not come this far i'm gonna i'm gonna beat all these asses and you know so it's true it's true um but i'm gonna hold out to hold on to hope until you know i have no reason left to do so so um anything else from this first part uh no yeah, I don't think I have anything else either. Um, you know, usually hard to squeeze in an hour's worth of discussion on a episode that is all competition based. Uh, but I think we came pretty close and we're just about here. So uh, the second part of the final will be next week and we'll get into all of that. And then I'm sure we'll have a lot more to say when the reunion rolls around. And uh, it's just mess from every direction. Can't wait. There we go. So um, what else is going on in your world? Ooh, what's going on? Uh, mostly streaming over on twitch.tv slash bscally. And anything else I'm doing will be on Twitter at Ryan underscore scally. There you go. Um, uh, one more plug here for the Glee podcast that I guessed it on with Amon. It was uh, Gleek of the Week is the name of the podcast. And uh, we made our triumphant return to Glee podcasting to uh, help Andrew, the host of Gleek of the Week, uh, make his way through round two of the Glacket, trying to find the best song on Glee. It's a very fun podcast. So if you're a Gleek, uh, you'll enjoy. Um, and our episode was a lot of fun, very long, two hour, two and a half hours, but I'm happy to do all the Glee podcasting in the world. Um, 
We also, of course, uh, have our weekly bonus episodes on Patreon. Uh, we have the Season 40 cast speculation draft that is currently still only existing on Patreon. So that will eventually make its way to the main feed probably within the next couple of weeks. But if you want to listen to that now, if you have not done so already, with Mike uh, Bloom and Sasha Joseph joined us to speculate who will be on the challenge Season 40, which films in a couple of weeks. Have we had any more like major news on that? I haven't seen anything. Nope, not that I've seen. Yeah, I haven't seen much, um, but I'm not surprised about that. I'm sure that'll pick up in the next couple of weeks as it gets closer. Um, so that draft, again, is, is on Patreon, as well as the All-Stars 4 draft, which um, is uh, maybe getting closer. If you, like, if, if anybody out there had unlimited free time and was like, I need something to do, uh, clip every single time that one of us have said over the past couple oh of God. over the past year of maybe All-Stars 4 is coming. <laughs> its own podcast at this point but maybe it's coming yikes um yeah it is possible <laughs> pretty pretty close to confirmation uh honestly from a recent episode of challenge mania where scott i think almost explicitly said uh march and anisa who will very unfortunately be podcasting about the season um has said that she already saw the first episode it sounds like they already recorded a podcast for the first episode oh. so i'm gonna say it's coming next month oh. all stars four interesting We'll see. I'm hoping. Uh, I'm ready to watch. That's the thing is also, in like I am frustrated that All Stars Four has taken so long because I want to watch it, but also mostly because I'm gonna watch it and it is from so long ago that many relationships since have changed. Like there are friendships that are probably have been built and broken and maybe built again since then relationships. Like it is going to be so interesting. I feel like we don't usually get a reunion for all stars, but I feel like we need one for this one. Yes, I agree. Um, Chanel was complaining on uh, that same episode of challenge mania. It was like a live show. She was uh, upset. The USA, USA cast did not get their reunion. Um, Agreed. So they pick and choose when they want to give these reunions out. Yeah. So, um, so that's that, uh, that's over on Patreon. Uh, join us for all the fun over on Patreon. We have every week with our bonus shows talking about, uh, everything going down on social media with, uh, the challengers, with the traders, people with anybody else, uh, any other news that comes along. Um, I have finished summer house. So we're going to talk about that a little bit this Ooh. week. Uh, and, and winter house um and uh, you know we check in with other shows that we're watching over there and we're always open to suggestions and feedback of shows that you want to hear us talk about that we may be watching and just aren't thinking to talk about so that's patreon.com slash the free agents podcast um if you want to help support the podcast and get in on all the bonus fun there get in on the facebook groups so you can ask questions and talk to us all throughout the week even when we're not releasing episodes um five star ratings and reviews over on the channel uh the the podcast feed if you have not done so already much much appreciated and uh i think that's about it right i'm not forgetting anything that's it all right uh, at pod free agents on twitter if you're looking for us uh oh uh final tease of this week's traders uh episode uh gabby Ooh. pescuzzi gabby pescuzzi will Yay. be joining us can't wait um cannot wait to hear what gabby has to say about this season of the traders always uh, a fun person to hear on podcasts have i podcasted with gabby before i'm gonna say no i don't think i have um so Personally, same. hugely excited for myself. Same, Indeed. same. So this will be fun. Um, so latest uh, Traders episode will be premiering tonight as of when we're recording this. We'll talk to Gabby about it. That should be out, I believe, on Saturday this week. And otherwise, we'll be back next week to cover the final 
part, uh, part two, the rest of the final for battle for a new champion and crown our new champion. Thank you guys for being with us here this week. We appreciate it greatly and uh, can't wait to see you in part two. Take care. Hope to see you in the future. Thank you.